Libra. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, how the hell are ya? I'm good. I'm good. I think that, um, you know, last week of Virgo, I have definitely... I've checked off a lot of things, a a big project that I've been working on since the beginning of this year. I finished the first draft, had a meeting with my person about it. I get to take a break. I literally just got a call while I was peeing uh, right before we started recording from the insurance person with my car rear ending debacle and there they gave me like an estimate and so I don't know it feels like um things are wrapping up you know Mm -hmm. in an earthy way I'm ticking those boxes and that Mm -hmm. feels good but I'm I'm excited for Libra I am I'm like I have plans to go thrift shopping with uh, a friend on Sunday and I'm just trying to get into that that beauty enjoying the beauty enjoying Mm -hmm. the music you know how are you Quite on well, first of all, Heather, that's beautiful. As always, Thank our you. guiding light, our you know, this is our second. Uh, we decided that we're gonna call this season two for the listeners who have mm-hmm. been a part of season one. So, if you're new here, welcome to season two. If you're old here, welcome to season two, episode one. We're Can't kicking it, it off. I know, quite exciting. Uh, and you, you know, Heather here, our guiding post, our leading light, our star, truly. In our Um. astrological love and passion and world. And uh, me, Miranda, the one with all the questions. And uh, that's kind of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're my Uh, guiding light in general. Oh, my God. I made Heather say that. I (laughs) made her say that. Um, (laughs) No, it's just it's great to hear that. I also really relate to a lot, a lot of what you said. Uh, I'm like making, you know. Medical appointments, mm-hmm, doctors, mm-hmm. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's Virgo. <laughs> it is <laughs> truly, and uh, yeah, I just like following through on a lot of like things I need to be getting done, packages that need to be like sent out, things like that. Like truly, right. the, a little mix of the mundane, but it, it's it feels good. Like it's so simple yet so satisfying, and isn't that the the Virgo way? Um, it is. It is. But yeah, Indeed. moving into this Libra, it's going to be interesting. It's like it feels like this last week of Virgo's here. Uh, Virgo's is for sort of starting those lists. And then, uh, right, like by the end of it, it's we're hope- hopefully tying up some of those loose ends, you know, at least the ones we can. And then we mm-hmm. move into Libra and we find that balance of like, okay, we just did a lot of Virgo self-work and inside work, however you want to explain it, shadow mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. outside yeah, work Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then we move into Libra. A lot of internal, I think, mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. and then we move into Libra, which feels like we're gonna find a little balance while still holding on to that internal sort of side of things of keeping mm-hmm. the ends nice and taut, mm-hmm. uh, but also the little little charming Libra to the side of it, like uh, also with the point with the sake of having fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Work then play. We don't yeah. have to let go of the work, and but it also the balance of, okay, moving a little away from internal, letting some external stuff get healed as well. Uh, yes, yes. That's what I think excites say? me most about this transition, um, especially after 
doing some research on the Libran mythology um, right before we started recording. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we're we're not only just entering um, the fall equinox, um, mm. a new, I always say weather season, and I'm sure there's a more um, formal, <laughs> correct name for that. But anyway, um, not only are we entering that, you know, we're also entering the second half of the Zodiac, which is, yeah, way less about the internal stuff and way more about taking what you've learned and um, how you've grown and going out into the world and relating to others and expressing your gifts, contributing to relationships and society and all of that. Um, and yeah, the, the Libran mythology is all about choices. And it's interesting too, to think about like, you've done all this like internal work from Aries through Virgo and You've like built things within yourself and now there's a sense of like, okay, what am I choosing for like the future or for like the more external aspects of life? Right. Um, yeah. No, I love I it. I hope that made sense. That yeah. did. No, it's, I wanted to say that like, I really, I like the way you put that. I think there, and then we move into what's after Libra? Scorpio. Scorpio. So there is like a, it feels like there's a wrap up the loose ends, balance mm-hmm. your work and play, dive into the depths of the underworld. Right, I know. And <laughs> then emerge into the flames of Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> and then clean it all up with the Capricorn. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Right. Like it, it does feel like it's a, if we're, but when we head into watery Scorpio, the least we can do is get the shit we can control under mm-hmm. wraps, right? I think that's mm-hmm. like the goal. The universe is warning us, hey, <laughs> we're about to hit some rocky waters, mm-hmm. you know, when we, so make sure you're you're hunkered down, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love the way you articulated that, Heather. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I you love so what you just said, too, because it's interesting that we go from the only sign that is Libra being the scales, it's the only symbol that is an inanimate object. None of the other signs have inanimate objects as their symbol. They either have animals or a person, but Libra is literally a scale. Um, Mm. And it's really interesting to go from that into Scorpio. That is literally primal, all about subconscious drives. It is like the least inanimate um and interesting that this arrives at the middle of the zodiac so it's like a chance to i don't know really try your best to be conscious to be balanced to be mm-hmm. uh it's a difficult difficult task i think the the libra I, well, journey it, yeah <laughs> As near Pisces, impossible i would say yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, for them, too. I think it's... Oh, my God, uh, yeah. I almost do think it's, again, as a balance, it's almost sort of like it's a blessing and a curse, right? It's a paradox, yeah. There's so many times my mom has learned, has felt like I think she's like, you see, this is what happened when I just jumped the gun. I should have thought. I should have thought. I should have put more thought into it. And then I've also seen her where she's like, I shouldn't have overthought it so much. I should have just, you know, and... I, I'm always really grateful that I was raised by a Libra personally as a personal anecdote here, just because my mother being a Libra, first of all, she's my mom. So she, and she's a good one at that. She is, she's truly one of the best ones out there. Um, 
And she is so warm, so caring, so giving. But I do think sometimes in her Libra way, uh, hides behind that so that she doesn't have to put on her own oxygen mask. Or right. it's like she gets she ha- gets to a place where it's like, if I don't put on this oxygen mask, like this whole thing's going down. You know, I don't, I do think she, sometimes I have to remind her, like, make sure you're filling up your own cup first. Like, don't, you can't Absolutely. take care of everyone else. Um, and I do, so I do think Libra's like, they, again, balance within themselves is even hard and oh my god it's so hard like yeah especially when you can see the other side and understand that it's so Mm -hmm. necessary and then Mm -hmm. not achieving it because of your own human needs or just human you know necessities human not even that humans wants human wants desires just the human experience in general is like of course going to interfere with you being perfectly balanced all the time and so it has to sometimes be a curse to feel like you're wrong if you're not balanced because that's just, I, yeah, I, Libras, need, I need, they need to be a little gentle with themselves, but they're totally, it's I really think interesting that symbolically they're inanimate objects. I know I think there's almost a, uh, a coldness with themselves to that sometimes. Yes. Yes. Totally. No, respectfully. I, I agree. Libras can I be agree. Really hard on themselves. They can they be. be gentle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and yeah. Not so hard on me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Libras can be really hard on themselves uh, and me. <laughs> And that's not just for Kim. That's on Alex too. <laughs> oh, no, it's, but it's what I but it, it's always from love though. Is the no? Thing. It is. It's always it is. A, it's a love language. If I'm getting yelled at by Alex, I'm like, that bitch cares. <laughs> totally. Totally. That bitch wants me to live a long time and be happy while doing it, doesn't she? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, Heather. No, absolutely. Yeah, and like I think you know, for for people who have a lot of Pisces, I think it's very easy to see that and and to kind of have peace almost with the fact that like life isn't balanced and it isn't uh, for the most part, you know, uh, this or that. It's it's very nuanced and. Um, yeah, I, I think Libra is one of the hardest signs to be because it really does. It feels like an impossible task. Like, yeah. and I see the Libras in my life like struggle with that, I think. Like, it's just like, it's it's so hard. And it's such a noble thing to, to want things to be fair and balanced. And I mm-hmm. like respect that principle so much, but it's like so much of life is just chaos. And I think that's right. Or even things that, you know, not to, I don't want to get what the Libras would maybe consider political, (laughs) 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 but I, even in the name of justice, right. In this country, for example, the label, the justice system is fucked and we oh my god yeah it's literally and that's supposed to be like the most upheld form of of standard that should match that name the justice system and it's just like that is life is that it's all kind exactly everything that should be fair isn't and everything is that should be correct has got undertones of and that's Scorpio yeah it's like (laughs) everything's actually darkness (laughs) and Pisces like yeah but um the dark can be fun you know who needs have you ever thought about death (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, I'm having too much fun. It's yeah. episode one of season two. I'm having a ball. Um, Libra's no. fun. I some I of the love funnest people I know are Libras. Oh, I, my oh god. yeah, that's the other thing. My mom, again, I know her as a mom, but I think you know was a rowdy kid. Mm-hmm. It was the oldest of five. Grew up in a small town. Tale as old as time. And it, it was the seventies. Whatever. Sixties. How old was she? But. It was a rowdy ass time, right? In general. And then now my mom's like a mom and I only know her as a mom. And it's really funny to see how she is like the first example of what I understood as like growth and change. And mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to say she was a bad person or a bad kid by any yeah, means. Yeah. She was just a kid. And now it's like what you know, she really has that balance of like I was once a rowdy kid who's now a mom and has my shit together and very responsible. And, you know, it's just I, gosh, I love my mom and I find myself and I love Alex, of course, but that example was just specifically my mom, but I, I do. It's so obviously she is my mom, but I find myself so many times when I'm too emotional or sometimes too, not to say that she isn't, but like when I'm right. just maybe sometimes like, even when I'm being really hard on myself, my mom's voice comes in and is like, honey gentle you know easy like Mm -hmm. she does it's like my mom always kind of knew the perfect amount of like when to get on to my ass about something and when Mm. i needed a hug when i she was really good about reading that that's what i want to say about libras i think they're really good at being like i'm gonna yell at you from a place of i want you know you need to be doing better because i love you but also like they're able to read that moment of like okay Ultimately, I want to relate to you and yeah. I want to. Yeah, and you need to be held and I want to understand you. Yes. If that's anything, my mom, you know, if I came home and had a f- and I had a fight with a bestie, it was never just immediately like she was on my side. But then after, you know, after the confronting and the and the, I'm sorry, that's happening. It would kind of be like, now, let me try to understand the mm-hmm. situation. Totally. And then it's like because we would talk it out, I'd be like. Oh my God, you're right. I started it. I mean, I know I'm in third grade, but that was totally my fault. I shouldn't have pulled Alyssa's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know. Like was uh, she really? Yes. I think Libras are, can be very understanding as much as they can also sometimes be very black and white. Yeah. Yeah. No, they want to understand. (laughs) I know. I know. So many of the Libras in my life, like really take the time to listen and get my point of view. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, well, this is why I disagree, but I appreciate that. Like, <laughs> I appreciate that, you know, because like it's right. it's it's different from other people who would just be like, oh, and you and me just I disagree. So many Pisces like, undertones. you know, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, didn't mean to interrupt you. Other, I'm just, oh no, 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 no. I I was pretty much done. No, <laughs> I just like you and me also can really relate on a Pisces. Oh, I know. Like, I know. It's like it's got to be agony for these Libras to deal I with know. our Pisces undertones. Oh, my God. Imagine. I mean, I'm such a messy bitch. I'm like, I'm going to make the bad decision and see how it plays out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let me throw paint on the walls. <laughs> oh, I do love this time of year. I me really too. do. Yeah. Fall, uh, we have the fall equinox, right, on Friday, mm-hmm. or tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? It officially the hits? The 23rd. Is that? I think, right? Or is it the 22nd? I think, it, I thought it was the 23rd. No, you're right. I think it is the t- it Saturday. Is Saturday. You're right, you're right. Um, fall equinox, the Gilmore girls, the Gilmore guys, everyone's out. Mm-hmm. We're wearing mm-hmm. scarves. Mm-hmm. Those who 
enjoy that type of thing. Um, <laughs> me. I'm just, Clyde's it's back. such a, Libra brings such a warmth to the air for me. Like a warmth and a coziness to my heart. And I do think that's like, but it's also like school's rubbing up. You got to get serious again. Summer's over. Like the mm-hmm. season always also is sort of like the, you know, there was an excitement to school starting and getting to see a bunch of friends and getting to get back into the swing of things. There was a playfulness to it. Football games, you know, school events, socializing. But it was school. So it was work, right? I to know. my Pisces ass. And it was hard work and I had to get there <laughs> so early, you know, no yeah. matter what grade it was. But yeah, like to me, that just that reeks. <laughs> That's the wrong choice of word to use. <laughs> I was going to say reeks of Libra, but I mean that respectfully. Right. Um, that's just so Libra infused to me. Yeah. Like my, when I think of like fall, school, work, play in that way, that's mm-hmm. just so symbolically Libra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Libra gets a rep for being lazy. And really, I have to say, I think it really can be, especially... Ugh, I don't know. I don't want to be so. There's like a, a whole bunch of Libra dudes on in the Bravo universe who are the laziest men I've ever encountered. And I'm only viewing them from, you know, as an audience of reality TV. But <laughs> um, yeah, there's well, OK, because it's Venus ruled. So it's all about Venus isn't about like inertia or like you know working hard venus is about i really want to lie in bed and eat grapes and like just you know see where the day takes me and get my nails done and so Mm. that's sort of um even when i was reading liz green today she was like uh, <laughs> part of the Libra mythology is that someone offered him like a position uh in the the hierarchies to like rule asia and the libra was like yeah no too much responsibility <laughs> that's so funny so it's I I I think like yeah it's interesting the back to school thing I'm thinking about it because like Virgo starting the the back to school makes a ton the most sense right and then Libra when you're in the real flow of it yeah 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 you know what I mean well the idea of like needing to balance the work part with like I don't know. Now you're back in work, so you have to balance that with fun, with mm-hmm. friends, with It's like yes, school starting, it's a shock to the system because of summer with that that like the Virgo is the end of summer and then also the very start of school, but I feel like you know like how like your first month of school almost isn't real. Not that it's not yeah. real, but the work hasn't built upon itself yet. Totally. You get into Libra and it's like, okay, this is starting to get real. You might have like your first real test, your first real quiz, your first real yeah, grade that like yeah, counts or something like sort of deal. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the football games don't start immediately. Maybe that was just for my school, but I felt like it was like a month, yeah. maybe six weeks in mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. they were officially starting. Um, it's like the swing of like school really yeah. like it's happening now. We're not just, no, we're not in the adjustment period anymore. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's really symbolic to me of this. Yeah. Because school was, is kind of your first Especially if you don't, if you're maybe not homeschooled, not that you don't get this same experience on levels, but going to school is sort of, I think every, for every human experience is your first real taste of what work life balance is, right? Because the whole reason you're there is for school and the bigger picture of your education. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea is like, you want to be a good student and get good grades, right? 
majority of us strive for that or that is the idea in order to continue to pass and get out of it right yeah yeah but you learn a lot not in the classroom on the Mm -hmm. social on the yeah 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 field the track totally class totally drama club the stage Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. just there's a lot of social it's your first big experiences of social learning as well a lot of opportunities to be well-rounded with Mm -hmm. your clubs with your friends with right just find literally figuring out who you are with such little time on this earth so far it's like your first it's like you said heather it's our it's our what's it labeled because that's kind of like it's every seven years there's that shift but like your saturn return has yeah, there's no. the Saturn square and then the Saturn, Saturn opposition. Square. So every seven years, you could say there's like a Saturn activation or, or cycle happening. And think of just like your first seven years on Earth, how much of that is already spent in school. Like when we get, mm-hmm. we really go to kindergarten, like we're in pre- if you even start preschool early, mm-hmm. you're already kind of getting that experience of a little bit of education and a little bit of socializing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, such a, to me, that's so Libra to bring in the the balance of the work and play and once we're really in the flow of things and that's something I will say like on a personal anecdote about my mom too I wish she sometimes played as hard Mm. as she does work like the work she puts in for her job she should just put that into her playtime for herself yeah yeah no that is a thing with with Libras I know or or it's the opposite you know it's a struggle for them to find the balance sometimes I can just see it I can't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, go on Heather (laughs) um (laughs) go on with it (laughs) should i say everything we wanted about the myths i don't think well i i'm willing to i like paraphrased the myth that i was reading in the liz green book and i think it's really interesting and i could share it um because i i think it it's interesting because it it really I think it's fun to think of Libra as this like decision thing. And, and yes. you know, the Libras always talk about how, the, oh my God, I can't make decisions for the life of me or like I, I can't make choices, whatever. Um, indecisive, that's the word. But uh, yeah, like, so Mom, it's ice cream. Literally, <laughs> I know, but they see both sides. I get it. But mm-hmm. okay, I think this is kind of cute. So oh. Zeus wanted Paris. Paris is the Libra, a handsome, clever Libra dude. Zeus wanted Paris to anoint either Hera, Athene, or Aphrodite as the fairest of them all. So these three beautiful bitches um, by gifting one of them a golden apple. Mm. And, you know, Paris being a Libra was like, why don't I just divide the apple into three equal parts? But then Zeus was like, nah, you can't do that. Like, we chose you because you see all sides, so you have to choose just one. And all the women disrobed, and Hera spoke up, offering Paris rulership over all of Asia. But like I said, Paris was like, ah, that's too much responsibility. Athene promised to make him victorious in all his battles, but he's like, you know, I'm not an Aries, I'm a Libra, I don't really care about war. And um, Aphrodite simply promised him the most beautiful girl in the world to be his wife, which was Helen, the daughter of Zeus. And Paris was like, ooh, love, okay. Um, But he was like, how can you do that when Helen's already married? And Aphrodite was like, I'll take care of that. Um, So Paris gave Aphrodite the golden apple and met Helen and they fall instantly in love and they eloped and they fled to Troy. Um, But that pissed everyone off and ultimately (laughs) started the Trojan War. 
and uh, their three children were slaughtered, and so was Paris. <laughs> so bad consequences. But um, yeah. yeah, but then Liz Green goes on to say that like Libra represents themes of not being able to have your cake and eat it too. And um, or not being able to have an equal portion of everything like part of the Libra energy is making choices and realizing that when you make a choice, you're experiencing the consequences or, or like, you know, you, you have to lose the other thing. Um, and one thing she said that I quoted that I thought was really cool. She said Libra's propensity to get stuck in a choice between two women or two men or two vocations or two philosophies suggests that while the sign cannot bear division or disharmony in the universe, something within the Libran himself forever drives him to divide himself so that he can discover himself through the deepening knowledge of the processes of choice. Interesting. It's interesting. I love the way that's like poetically put. This is why I'm so excited we're getting into the mythology side. Yeah, um, yeah. Me too. Signs, Heather, because like to hearing it put so poetically like that is really, it's just, it paints a whole new picture. And right. I, and I just like see the scale symbolically in a new light. In yeah. In a new way. And yeah. And respect for all the signs really when it's read. Uh-huh. The mythology uh-huh. tone is just like, ah. Oh, uh-huh. Never thought of it poetically as so- such as that yeah um no that's beautiful that's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah like i said I, i'm sure it's got to be hard for libras themselves at times with this like what probably feels like a blessing and a curse to be able to see sort of all sides of things and to constantly be weighing those sides um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but again i think as is life right isn't as life, is life. If it's not one big scale and yeah. there's a lot of like when something should just be so simple, of course, the human experience makes it not that. Right. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Um, totally. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. It's a very it's like it's just uh, yeah, understanding the signs on like the scope or really blowing it out a little bit. It's very fun. Very fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not yeah. making chills, Heather. <laughs> I know. I've just known so many. I think more than any other sign, I've known Libras on an intimate level yeah. so many throughout my life. Yeah. And it just, I guess, speaks to me because I see them deal with decisions uh, that feel right. so massive and do tend to have consequences and such a like, that's such a thing for them. It's like, mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. So mm. this season, they say, might bring up decisions. Um Exciting. Yeah, it is. Good shit. Yeah. And with that, I know we've got a couple of, a couple of, I'm excited for these Libras today. These are both some strong hitters, I believe. Not that there's anyone we do who's not, but these two specifically, I love their, them in terms of us talking about balance i think it's going to be really mm. really interesting mm. to talk mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. both of them in that uh in that regard yeah yeah <sighs> i just yeah. forgot who you're doing <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> i was like oh, maybe heather disagrees with <laughs> 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 that being libra and i'm just agreeing to Please. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is a perfect, perfect segue. Shall yeah, we yeah. 
<laughs> Shall we maybe move on to these lever charts? Yeah. <laughs> Some spicy Libras today, Heather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On the pepper scale, they are a flame. (laughs) The both of these. But specifically, this first Libra we're going to be doing today uh, Mm -hmm. has quite a bit of Aries undertones. Quite a bit. Overtones, honestly. Overtones. (laughs) I was was about to say, like, upper tones. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Uh, The one and only. Quaddy. Cardi B. Um, <laughs> I love Cardi. Yeah. Libra to a T as far Very as. Very exudes it. Exudes Libra. Also, though, exudes these Aries overtones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would so, absolutely say. In the best way possible. Cardi B is just not someone who's afraid to use her voice. And I also like, you know, she's a rapper and she's not afraid to talk to you about politics to talk like on a live about political issues um in general which i feel is such a like uh shut up and sing sort of thing right and i think we're getting better as a as a society understanding that uh, musicians using their platform is incredibly beneficial to Mm -hmm. the larger collective um in terms of yeah just getting people to vote in general so yeah, it's a you know, and then it's like she can be rapping and singing about WAP, wet ass, pussy, mm-hmm. and then also be like you know, here's where you need to vote, here's who you need to call, here's why it's important, and I love that. I love that. Is that. So Libra. <laughs> well, and I just think it's such a bull. Again, I love nuance, so I do think it's just such a like. It's so funny how Libras really want balance. And search for balance and justice and things like that. Um, Because to me, that is such a nuanced thing of, yeah, really being able to be a professional in, you know, in ways that you deem professional. But then, like, you know, being able to lay back, kick it and be a human and be relatable, Mm -hmm, too. Like, it's mm -hmm. Libras find that balance really well. And I think Cardi B really exudes that, especially. And that's just obviously a tiny example. But, like, it's just and you're allowed to be both. Like, I think society is coming around to this, like, we're not boxing this shit. Like, you're allowed mm-hmm. to, like, Taylor Swift said it once. You're allowed to, like, glitter and sparkly dresses and also talk about the issues, whatever they mm-hmm. may be at the time. Like, come on. That is just a part of the human experience. Yada, da, da. So I love that. I love that Cardi is, Cardi B is still very human in her level of fame, um, but also very, like, I don't know. She just looks out for her fans and like it's she's helpful in a Libra way. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm, Like if mm -hmm, that makes mm -hmm. sense, like um, wants to relate and help people. It feels like in ways that she didn't have that guidance. I don't know. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Definitely uses her platform and uses it well and uses Mm -hmm. it for good. Definitely has a voice and uses it. Um, and cares about the world and cares knows her voice yes speaks up about the shit she gives a fuck on yes sorry Heather go ahead oh yeah well this chart is crazy um yeah it's like a really powerful chart and Mm -hmm. very um yeah it's funny because it's 
she's a Libra sun, Aries moon, Aries rising. Um, but not only that, but the Libra sun falls right on the, the descendant, which is opposite the ascendant. So like opposite your rising sign, you have the, the descendant, which is if the rising is like how you appear, it's very like your personal presentation. The first impression you make the descendant is like, what you bring out in others or like how you relate to others. It's Libra's house, like the seventh house. So it's very about like the other and, and it's not so personal identity. Mm. Um, so it's interesting to have your Libra sun in Libra's house, right on the descendant opposite Aries moon and rising in the first house and Aries house on the ascendant. It's like, also, because she has Aries rising, the whole chart, like each of the signs fall into the house that rules it. So like first house is Aries, second house is Taurus, third house like, goes in order. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very like raw, uh, like pure, the purest form of the energies in this mm-hmm. chart. And there's so much like oppositions. Also, Mars, Aries ruling planet is right on the IC, which is another major point in the chart Mm. opposite the midheaven, the career point. And so there's she has a a grand cross, they call it in astrology with all these squares with like all the signs that like don't get along well are, are all opposing each other. But those tend to be the strongest people because they have to deal with this like inner tension of, of different energies on a daily basis and figure out how to blend them. And, um, I think she is a fighter. Um, and this is like the chart of a fighter, right? Would you say? Hell yes. That's really, what a way you put that too, Heather. Cause like something I hate that happens to Cardi B a lot is like men in interviews just like love sort of like alluding to, her past as a as a dancer um as like a negative and like a slight um and it there was a really interesting interview once too where she was like I danced to get out of so that I could like she was like I don't regret dancing in the slightest it got me out of a toxic situation situation with a in a relationship it got me out of that house with them it gave me the money and the freedom and the like the independence to get out and away and And then it's like you said, Heather, then, you know, she gets famous or, or, you know, sort of starts getting recognized from. um, Oh, what's the name of the show? Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop. Thank you. Um, And, you know, for like rapping uh, as the New York season, right? Or the New York. Yeah. The New York franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's just Cardi B could not be clearer in her music and in her interviews and just everything she's sort of shown us that like truly she started from the bottom and now she's Cardi fucking B like mm-hmm. respectfully. It's just, she really is from, you know, I, I like, I want to say she said it herself. Like I'm from a rags to riches sort of story. Um, Makes so much sense with this chart. Yeah. And that's like only uh, like that does take a fighter that takes a powerful person uh-huh, because uh-huh. The, the odds are not, you know how many Nepo babies there are? It kind of shocks me, too. I'll still be looking at people, even from years ago, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, that person, what are they doing now? Oh, they were always this person's kid. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just like the, the, getting to be at that level when you are when you have no connections and when you're not a Nepo baby with it is very challenging, and it mm-hmm. requires a lot of hard work and fight. It's mm-hmm. just the reality of it in ways that aren't fair, but hey, 
when you have that Libra balance. And Aries, right. And Aries like literally is, yeah. And Aries literally is the archetype of uh, the underdog needing to fight something to discover its power. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Crazy. I mean, this chart just makes so much sense. Ooh. But I also, Venus conjunct Pluto in the seventh house near the eighth house and Scorpio is like intensity when it comes to love and relationships. Like on the one hand, she shines in relationships with the sun in the seventh, but then Venus conjunct Pluto in Scorpio. Oh my God. You like uh, the intensity. That's intense. Yeah, and then like this big red square. You already mentioned this, Heather, I'm sure. Yeah. It's like the big red square and then it's got like an X through it. It makes four little triangles. I have it in my chart, yeah. Well, I I don't have quite the same dramatic, but it's, yeah, the grand cross, they call it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There's like intensity when you're just like, obviously, listeners, you can't see this. Um Oh, but maybe on the YouTube, Heather. Yeah, maybe I should include a picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we can. We'll talk. Um, yeah. But regardless, um, even Cardi B's chart itself. Just looking at it, it's all these red yes, squares. It's promotion. Oh. It's chaos. It's. Yeah. But it's yeah. beautiful. You know, it it's is. so colorful it and so just like it's 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 like kind of a mesmerizing chart to look at. Like no, I'm, it is totally. When I first pulled it up, I was like, oh, boy, there's like so harmony. And yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though it's totally all these squares and oppositions. There's yeah. like a weird balance to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else we should be adding? Heather? I think that about covers it. But yeah, what a cool cool chart yeah i i really love cardi b um and yeah and her aries overtones way mm-hmm. i just think she's a real one i just really totally think, you know she is about her authenticity and that shows and i think she is yeah very, very true to that and yeah uh-huh. uh-huh i just love her cardi not afraid to be real Cardi, come on the pod God bless come you. join us. Come we on, could come talk on. some Libra shit. Mm. Shall we get on with the next, Heather? Yes, let's. In our balanced way. In our balanced way, we'll we have a charming, charming little Libra um, heartthrob. Mm-hmm, to say the least. Partied with him day two in L.A. Stop. <laughs> well, kind of did actually. I mean, he was at a party for That's my right. ex-boyfriend's web series. Um, That's I was so. Just, you were in a party with him. I literally, I I know, and this is like um, at the front of my mind because I was just telling a story for the storytelling thing that involved this. But um, yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Date my second day in LA. My ex was like, uh, I want to come to this party for this web series the rap party like I think Zac Efron might be there because like he's friends with someone in the cast and sure enough he was there and I remember texting my friends and family in Florida I was like day two in LA got brunch with the casting director of Family Guy now I'm partying with Zac Efron lol little did I know and my life was about to turn to shit like a week <laughs> later but <laughs> oh, that Oh, yep, we're in the- <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> oh my God, you're cracking me up today. And always, but just extra today. Go on, go on. Little, anyway. Did I know everything was about to turn to shit? 
that is LA. It honestly, hold on, Heather. Let me, yeah, I'm yeah. going to tangent. <laughs> tangent. I promise go, I'll go get us it. right on back to it. <laughs> if you had to give the city of Los Angeles a fucking astrological sign would she not be a libra she'd be a libra it's Everything's like all so the hopes sunny. and dreams yep six it, parking tickets another day of sun yep and then parking tickets and everything's against you and then the traffic <laughs> and god i just miss her because she's so charming <laughs> and there weirdly is a justice and a balance to her underneath all yeah. that underneath <laughs> all of her imbalance um yeah God, <laughs> just what a Libra Los Angeles is. That's so funny. I want to think about what New, New York's a Scorpio. <laughs> New York's a Scorpio for sure. And I feel like Scorpios are attracted to New York. It's the, we, we endure the cold because yeah. we're New Yorkers. We, we smoke enjoy our cigarettes. The new, yeah, the darkness. Yeah, you're right. I got to get back to LA. Uh, <laughs> Scorpio's charming too. Yeah, I mean, I know I do. I've really embraced that Scorpio energy, especially not to get ahead of ourselves, but in the fall. Okay, so sorry, Heather. This totally, is, I, totally. I forgot I knew this story. <laughs> like I forgot it was. I forget about it too. Your second day in LA. My wow. second day. What a time. Go on. Go on. Oh, so funny. So, um, yeah. So Zac Efron's very short in real life, but very beautiful, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, okay. So Zac Efron is a Libra, um, yes. Virgo Moon, Capricorn Rising. So Ooh. lots of Earth with wow. that Libra. And uh, I was reading up on him, and I think it makes sense the Earth, um, yeah. mostly because okay. So he uh, got started. He joined theater when he was eleven and did a production of Gypsy, one of my favorite musicals, mm -hmm. and really uh, fell Forgot in love with it like at a that point. A theater kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, I so, yeah, I think, like, his his vocal talents is one of the first um, things that came up, like, even before acting. Um, and, yeah, then they, he was going with his family on auditions to L.A. Um, obviously, the big one that catapulted his career was High School Musical. Um, and... Mm -hmm. He apparently, it was, you know, we all remember it was very controversial when after High School Musical came out, there was the whole thing about, like, that's not Zac Efron's voice. What the fuck? Like, Drew Seeley, who the hell is that? And uh, <gasps> oh, remember yeah. that? So uh, apparently it was Zach who was like, we have to put in the contract that if I'm doing the sequel, it's going to be my voice, um, which I think is very Virgo cap uh, with that Libra. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it's the justice, but it's the, like hello very earth mentality mm -hmm. um so i love that and then also he had the choice because high school musical blew up so much to he apparently he got a lot of offers to do like you know film and music stuff and uh he was like no i want to finish school like i want to finish was it high school uh He's not that young, is it? I don't know. He he decide he made the decision college, to maybe? finish school um before really diving into the entertainment industry, which I think is very Libra, very well rounded, but also so Virgo Moon so cap rising. Yep, yep. Um and uh yeah, and then I think it's it's also been important for him to, especially since he started 
on Disney to be balanced as an actor and to like take on the Ted Bundy shit, um, to do hairspray, to do like a variety of different roles um, that show, you know, diversity and range of talent. Um, So yeah, a true Libra. Um, ninth house sun, which is Sagittarius's house of like travel and expansion and wanting to spread your wings, try new things. Um, Mm. and I think that's cool that his show now that he's an executive producer on is this show where he like travels and eats food, right? On Netflix. Yeah. Very ninth house sun. Um, and overall this chart is also really cool. It is completely stacked in the public sphere on the top half of the chart. Wow. Like everything except for Jupiter in the third in Aries, which opposes the sun, which also lends a sort of need to expand and, and go on adventures and stuff. It's all, it's all on the top half other than that. Um, wow. Yeah. I also just want to say that I feel like the other controversy, I don't know. I feel like this just amuses me and is at the front of my mind Please. more than most people. But he, have you seen pictures of him recently? So like there's this whole thing where like he got plastic surgery or like his oh, face I looks different and this. people yeah. are like, he got in an accident. He's like, yeah, I, I tripped on a puddle like a few years ago and, and that's why I needed surgery because I, I needed stitches. And I'm like, I don't quite know if I'm buying it. Like Mm. in his Libra way, I'm like, did you want cosmetic surgery because you thought it would like make your jaw fuller and you'd look a little bit more, I don't know, quote unquote masculine or something or or just like more attractive, but but he's the most beautiful person in the world. Like why, why put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? Like I know, but it is. It it really, that's an I because it's, yeah, I think I used to get very angry at the person who altered their appearance just because I was like, don't, but I can't imagine sometimes being in Hollywood and known for my looks at the, at that extent. There must be so much pressure, especially when you're a Libra and you're very in tune with that. But, and so I've kind of started, not that you're being too harsh on him, but it is more just like a, why would Zac Efron touch himself? Literally. I mean, that was my (laughs) thought. Like just, and who knows? We don't need to fix what's not broken. Maybe the story is Maybe, Maybe it is. True. Maybe it is. But I don't that know. Is, I, yeah, I'm going to have to look into that some more. That's really interesting. It is. Um, but judging by his signs, you you think you could see a possibility where he's maybe fibbing about the puddle? I don't know. That's, That's what my intuition said, but yeah. I, I could be very wrong. I don't know him. I just partied with him once. I <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what he was drinking? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I remember his brother looks just like him, but really? is like slightly less hot. I can't believe yeah. it was. How big was this party? It's small. It was small. So, like, it was like at a was, bar. Like, bombarding him for like photos. No, Where people no. realized it was him. I was trying to sneak photos from the distance, but no, no. Did he get, did you get introduced to him? No. And oh. I wasn't, I know even back then I feel like I was like, I don't want to be that person. Um, but yeah, if I had gotten introduced to him, that'd be another thing. But, uh, you have yeah, him? no, unfortunately. Oh, totally. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, he seems like a sweetie. He seems like a very, like, genuinely nice person. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. And with um, those Earth, you know, Libra is a very caring, charismatic, like, relatable sign. Mm-hmm. And then to have the Earth undertones, but especially Virgo with, like, I don't know. It's just really interesting to hear that, like, that. Inter- it's almost a good thing he's got that Virgo moon. I bet he does a good job 
of maybe filling up his own cup, like you said. And it was interesting when he went to hear about like that second contract for High School Musical. He really mm-hmm. made sure like, hey, I'm an artist. I want my respect. Right, right, um, right. I just love that. That to me is very Virgo and very Cap. Um, yeah, totally. Which I'm sure is a good. It's almost like that's a great thing. Not that it's funny that he's got the Libra sun and then double earth while Cardi had the Libra sun and then the double fire. Cause I was going to yeah. say like, no wonder they're both in the positions they're in. They've got these two like powerful entities on either side of their Libra. Uh, yeah. In general, I don't think Libra forward. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Totally. No, I cut you off. I'm sorry. I, I think that Libra though is like not, when we when I go to look up celebrities to pick for the podcast I feel like there's not a huge selection and I think it makes sense like Mm. I like I was saying I don't want to like make a blanketed statement of like all Libras are lazy because that's not the case like a lot of them I think work very very hard um a little too hard like you were saying but like Mm -hmm. there is this I think I don't know I it's not a power hungry sign I think or it's not like like they got there on their, cur- they don't have to be sneaky or snaky yeah, or like, you know, have to trick anyone. It's like their charisma does the work for them. In totally. That way, that's they kind of like, find themselves. That's mm-hmm. what makes them powerful. Um, yeah. And that's the energy of likeable. Venus. Yeah. Their yeah. ruling planet Venus is quite literally the attractor. Whereas Mars, its opposite planet is the one who fights for stuff. But Venus is all about like, mm, I'm beautiful and I'm just going to like sit here and be pretty and Mm -hmm. flirty and let the energy (laughs) come to me you know it's like that's all that's so I just feel like my mom has no enemies like Mm. like she just like respectfully I think like she is just likable but she's also not super not that she's not sociable but like my mom isn't like the center of attention at things she doesn't go out of her way to like be the center of attention is what I'm saying but like yeah um, but she is so funny. She's a little firecracker and she's also like a girl's girl and she really yeah. knows how to talk to the girlies and can like make a friend wherever she goes. Oh, totally. Trying. I'm sure. It really does just feel like it's, you know, it's her energy. Alex is really similar. She's very, Oh my God. Alex is probably honestly is more social than my mom is in an outgoing way, but it's really just like, it's a human. It's a human. It's okay. Well, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's talk. It's, I just love that energy as a whole. Mm-hmm, it really, mm-hmm. because I as a Pisces really vibe with that me too um, I get along with Libras I mean I <laughs> no but like I I've had so many in my life I think because right. they put me at ease like mm. they're just so yeah good at, at relating and and the some of the best conversationalists ever yeah and the balance so friendly yeah the balance is really a beautiful thing Even do you if- know oh go ahead go ahead I was just going to say, do you know your mom's moon and rising at all? Or You know, I know I knew it once. Um, and oh. I want to say I have it written down somewhere. And I should have looked it up before this episode. I'm going to try to get it before our next episode. Yeah, I'm curious. Because I do want to say. Earth, she's, maybe? She's got to be a water moon. But oh, okay. I think for sure earth rising. Uh, if I had to guess here, I'm going to go ahead and put my. Well, this isn't fair because maybe my brain's remembering something I don't realize. But regardless. I truly have no idea. I feel if I have to guess, I'm going to say Kim is Libra sun, obviously, uh, but a water moon and an earth rising or swapped. But my first guess is that it's water moon, earth rising, but maybe it is earth moon and water rising. Interesting. Alex, right? Alex is, no, she's a fireman. She's fireman. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's my personal guess with my mom. So we'll have to see. But I want to say, yeah, it's definitely giving. She gives me earth and water. At least, yeah. For her. But there could be totally something I'm missing. But I do. I want to play with her chart. Um, I need big to get reveal next episode. Too. Yeah, because I for, I didn't realize my dad's moon or his rising either. But that's just always fun to really get to look at your parents' chart. Oh my god, the most fun! I can't believe yourself. you don't know. I know. I, and I knew I knew once. You're but right. But also, if they don't know their time of birth, I mean, with, with like people older than me, I always feel like it's, it's a toss up. Like it's it's hard to even know because they don't yeah. always know. Yeah, maybe that was it. I want to say I asked them both recently and they both. No, I'll figure it out. I promise. Yeah. Nobody's stressed. Everyone relax. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It'll be fun to look up. Because again, <laughs> I get they get they both get hit back to back. He's a Virgo. She's a Libra. Right. Um, and with that, Heather. Uh, speaking of this upcoming Libra-ness, what's mm-hmm. going on? What do we have to look forward to? Oh, did There's we say Zac Efron come on the pod? Zac Efron, come on the pod. <laughs> come on the pod, please. Balance. Please. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm let's, sorry. uh, let's go eat like exotic food together. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the big doozy is just that we're entering Libra season. The big Fall equinox. Doozy. Um, Libra's cardinal, so we're kicking off a new a new season. That initiatory energy. What do you want to start? Um, and yeah, then we have the Aries full moon on the 29th, so uh, next Friday, Aries full moon right after Libra starts, just a week after. Um, and yeah, right, right off the bat, we're going to need to find that balance of like, you know, Libra likes to harmonize above all else, um, be, you know, friendly and likable, but Aries, totally, totally, but Aries is all about how do I feel powerful as an individual? Like, where is my raw power? Right. So, um, yeah, so we'll be feeling forward to obtain it. And like right. the spark, yes. Oh, that's, that's going to be an at-war moment. I could feel that already. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a bit of a, um, like, obviously it's not the new year, but there is a sense, you know, Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Libra is the middle sign of the Zodiac. So there's a... A fresh there, new energy. Yeah, yeah, thank like you. A, yeah. like, yes, like a freshness upon the, not quite a brand new maybe, but a re like a sub restart almost yeah an opportunity to to reignite in some way I um, love that That's and I think exciting. like make make new goals or to like reorient your original goals from the beginning of the year and we're in a new season for the folks that live where you know even if like even when I was in LA though there was there's still like a season even if there the is I mean I'm quite. wearing a sweater today yeah it still time. does get just like Florida it gets a little chillier and cooler but and then it's like there's still Halloween stuff out and fall things around. So y- you still get into the feel it. things. But yeah, always with it's just like, of, yeah, everything starts to die now from the summer. Right. It's almost like a fire. The fire comes through to burn it all, as we say, so we can like grow and refresh. Right. It's the, like I'm interested to see how this Aries new moon. Full moon. Full moon. Excuse me. This Aries full moon. I'm interested to see what <clears throat> and how it connects to the Aries sun later. Yeah, exactly. I, wonder, I bet those are 
energetically connected in some ways as well yeah Sorry, or even ahead. aries season earlier yes. this year right but right, um right. oh yes also that good point yeah yeah but i love i i love the uh symbolism of fall being one of the most beautiful seasons when the leaves turn orange and in especially in like new york but yeah but then the symbolism of moving into scorpio where mm-hmm. actually it's death mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like beautiful libra <laughs> orange leaves but it represents death yeah, but if you think about it it's death <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it's my favorite one it's truly one of my favorite times of year and it's a beautiful kind of death scorpio oh my god yeah totally i love it you know the leaves provide nurturing ingredients for the trees to then cycle and grow them again for a rebirth right we need it we need it grow it's not like the Mm -hmm. trees die in some tragic way hear that libras things that the trees aren't gonna need for this next season yes are just going to simply fall at the wayside Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we get out of Scorpio and we understand it. We get a little better perspective. <laughs> and then we philosophize as Sagittarius. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's just, I, yeah, that's so funny. Go mm-hmm. on, Heather, go on. I have nothing else, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean, that. It, it's kind of like it is. It's really speaking for itself. You know, we're in the swing of things. We're getting into the Libra flow. We're in, like, it falls upon us. We've got this big old, I'm, you're right. I'm so excited to see how this Aries... Like this past Aries season and how it connects with this full moon and also maybe this upcoming Aries like what a beautiful symbolic time to sort of manifest on the past and also for the future. However you want to spin it but yeah what a beautiful I love how Libra and Aries like correlate because you're so right there couldn't be a more if there is a sign I'm going to say acts the most selfless it's Libra. And yes, respectfully for we're going to say there's a sign that acts the most selfish and I don't mean that in a shit way. Not in a it's a good way. It's a way everyone should They're a little strong more, individuals. Yeah. Yes. It's a just like, well, let's just do it for the sake. Like, let's get it done. Let's get motivated. Let's go forward. You know, it, it's so awesome to see how Aries and Libra balance each other and how they relate on the, those same themes and the mm-hmm. way they express it and go about it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Libra's Aries, like responsible, more older sister because Aries is the more immature self. It's yeah. Just, but what a, what a, that's you're right it kind of just speak this time almost speaks for itself in a lot of ways mm-hmm, mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. to think about yep yeah. yep and then that libra new moon in october is going to be a eclipse mm-hmm. and then we have eclipses in october in the fall oh. so excite excitement upon us we got taylor swift 1989 coming out Ooh. do you hear about the vault tracks heather no um, tell me uh, the first one's called Slut with an exclamation oh. point. Yeah. So we'll see. Channeling no Kim Petras. <laughs> my my queen. <laughs> you, well, you know Taylor basically <laughs> is just is Kim Petras. Just is Kim Petras. <laughs> oh, it's Libra season, folks. Come on. <laughs> we're having fun. We're having fun on the side of our work. Come on. <laughs> oh, Heather. I just love you so much. This is, I'm you. so excited. It's season two, episode one. It's goofy. It's fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a beautiful, it, it, it's, a, and like you said, a fresh new start. You know, here we are symbolically for our podcast, a fresh new season, some fresh new sort of things happening for this new season. Um, yeah, listeners, just thank you for being 
along on the ride with us. And uh, we release these episodes every Thursday. So just we'll see you right back here next week. Keep an eye out. All right. Subscribe. Follow us at Hollywood Horoscopes. Don't miss a thing. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Heather? La 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 Libra. <laughs> love ya. La la, la la love ya Libra. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was kind of cute, right? It was cute. <laughs> oh, infinite abundance, bitches. Infinite abundance. Love you, love Miranda. You. Love you, All mother. the love. All the love, Libras. Au revoir. Bye. Wait. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.